Welcome, my friends. Welcome. It's that time of the week, the time we know you've anxiously been awaiting. The time where you grab the mothers, the fathers, the sisters, the brothers, the boyfriends, the girlfriends, the spouses, or if you're from California, you probably got one of each. <laughs> Who knows? We are Chef and the Fat Man, the only live radio cooking show in the world that takes you on that culinary journey that's considered the culinariest and the cleverest. It is the most riveting and the most entertaining. It is the tastiest and the most demystifyingest cooking show in the world. Chef and a fat man, the blue-collar chefs. This week, our mobile kitchens finds us at Le Cordon Green. I'm letting you have some time off to cook and prepare for your, for your audience, see? Okay. Oh, that, that was Chef Amanda. We'll introduce her a little later on in the show. She's busy cooking and preparing. Chef and a Fat Man, the Blue Collar Chef, is proudly brought to you by the Big Green Egg. The ultimate, ultimate cooking, cooking experience. experience. Now, notice we say experience. And by Real Sweet Onions by Schumann Produce. They're the leaders in Vidalia. Vidalia. Pronounced the proper way. Vidalia. And Peruvian Sweet Onions. If it does not say Real Sweet on the bag or the tag, my it friends. Ain't. I got ahead of you. You I did. Knew, I knew it was coming. Okay. It ain't. It ain't. So demand it, ask for it. And, of course... Real sweet onions are now, the Vidalia onion season is now upon us. You are going to be able to go out and buy the real sweet onions by Schumann Produce. Now, there are other onions that have the little sticker tags on the onions that look almost identical to real sweet. It's very confusing. Come on over. So I want you to pick up each and every onion before you buy it and look for that real sweet name and logo on the little red tag because if it's not there... You're just eating an onion. And my friends, we like to remind you too, people ask me all the time, what's the difference between the Big Green Egg and all the other grills that are out there? Very simple, my friends. If you are not cooking on a Big Green Egg, you're, you're just, just heating meat. meat. That's all you're doing. You're just heating meat. But on Big Green Egg, you're bringing flavor. You're bringing panache. You're bringing juiciness and taste, the likes of which... It happens each and every time that someone comes over to Casa Jenkins, the uh, Casa Jenkins Norte, the one that's uh, north of Atlanta, uh, my house. They come over there and uh, they try something off the egg and they go, my God, I've never had chicken that tasted like that. Oh, my God, I've never had steak that tasted Well, I don't give them steak. It's chicken uh, or pork chops. But no matter what I cook on the egg, and I talk to eggheads all over the world, they all say the same thing. Do you realize that each and every big green egg that's sold, each customer sells at least four or five for the big green egg just by having people over to their house to try the food on the phenomena, phenomena that is the big green egg. So once again, we'll repeat this. We want to beat this into your brain because it's our slogan. <laughs> if you're not cooking on a big green egg, you're, you're just, just heating, heating meat. meat. There we go. See, even the audience is picking up on that. But it's a short way, too, if you don't want to carry on a big conversation with people you're talking to, it's, you know, it's kind of annoying like me. You just go up there and say, you're just eating meat on your grill. Oh, I have a Weber. <laughs> Sorry for you. <laughs> I have a Viking. Boy, did you waste a lot of money. <laughs> and I can go through the litany, but I won't because I'm not that kind of person. But the big green egg, listen, there are other ceramic grills out there. You know, you can have a Bentley or you can have a Volkswagen. We're both cars. That's all I'm saying. So Rolls Royce. You pay a little bit more. Remember, cost is a one-time thing. 
A price is a one-time thing. Cost is a lifetime thing. So you can buy a cheaper one. What's it going to cost you down the line? You can pay for the big green egg, and it's for life. In fact, when my father passed away, he came down here, never heard of the big green egg, came down to see a show from Chicago. He was a grill guy. Weber, couldn't get him out of a Weber, tried and tried for years. He came down, tried food off the big green egg. He went home and paid an exorbitant amount of money for them to deliver it to him, set it up for him. Almost half of the price above the price. And uh, when he passed away, all the guys in his poker club, first thing they did was they came up and said, well, hey, Mr. J- you know, hey, Kevin, we're sorry about your father passed. What are you doing with your egg? I mean, really? <laughs> really? You know, he's not even cold yet. You're, well, I'll give you 500 for the egg. <laughs> you know, so it's one of those things. It's an heirloom piece. People hand it down. I talked to a gentleman who was here earlier. His first egg he bought 25 years ago. He had to get rid of it because his place setter, which was handmade, didn't fit. Uh, you know, the place setters you got here, like his handmade one broke, so the place setters today would not fit in his, so he had to go out and buy a new egg. But that's, that's what it's all about. And, of course, there's only one way we can do this show with true honesty and cooking the very best of the very best. We do it right here at Le Cordon Green. Oh, my goodness. Okay, the recipe. That's a burger. The recipe that we're going to do today, one of the recipes Chef Amanda's going to do, we're going to introduce her in a minute because she was doing all kinds of stuff, is um, Gigantor burgers <laughs> that, that are absolutely, these are, we're going to put these on our new website, chefandafatman.com, and you're going to see these things and you're going to say, man, I want to get to the next show. Anyway, sh- speaking of that, now that she's parading around, you, in order to have a great show, you've got to have a great chef. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my great honor and privilege to introduce the new chef of Chef and a Famine. She's been with us a couple of months, but we've been transitioning. We've had water problems Well, here. you know, I've actually been around. On the show for three years. Yeah. So I'm not and, a complete newbie, but. Yeah. But, but being the executive chef, she is executive chef Amanda Egidio. She has cooked all over the world. She was a... Chef for Nestle's? Yep, corporate chef for Nestle. Corporate chef for Nestle. Then I jumped on a boat and traveled around the world. And um, then you bumped into a guy? I did. I met this fella over here in Africa, and I jumped ship. And um, I'd been going around the world on this yacht. And uh, this boat that I was working on, we used to catch, um, we fished for blue marlin. And we had 75 world records for catching blue marlin. But if you want to catch really big fish, you've got to go where there are no people and no hotels. And so we had what was called a mothership operation. So we had a 175-foot yacht, and then we towed a 75-foot sports fisher. And it was called the Madam and the Hooker. And so I was the chef on the Madam. There's only five motherships in the world. Tyson's got one. It's called Tyson's Pride. And uh, it was a really unique, um, it was a great job. I, I had so much fun with these guys caught fish like I had never fished before. Um, the first time I ever caught a blue marlin, they, they, of course, it's all catch and release. Um, but then when they released it, then they threw me in the water. That's kind of what we do. Uh, but it took, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, it took six hours and all three right. guys to get that marlin in. So he was, so nine, he was 900 pounds. To, to, to congratulate you, they throw you in? Well, it was my birthday. Too. It was my 30th birthday. So they threw me in and like, you know, it's like, was woo, that, she finally got the fish. Was that last year? Yeah. 
Six months ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, I lied too. I've but been anyway. 30 for years. <laughs> I've been 30 for 33, there but I don't want to say, if it weren't for Lady Clairol, nobody would know, <laughs> you know, um, but, but that's, those are the kind of credentials she has. She's cooked all over the world. She specialized in cooking with different things. Like we did a show a few, uh, about a month or so ago where you did what? Because of the crabs that you used to. Oh, the, remember the crabs, the, the crab story? I made crab cakes, um, and they're, I just call them West African crab cakes because the story goes that we were... We have a, a lot of families. We have a coffee and chocolate farm. We have a lot of families that live on our oh, farm. Oh, coffee farm? Coffee farm. Uh, and <laughs> what about what, what, what I've not received yet? Oh, he's got it's, – it's in the – checks in the mail? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I heard that one before. <laughs> um, but we have a bunch of – we have about 26 kids that live on the property. And um, one night when I had just jumped ship and, and we got together and um, I didn't speak any Portuguese and these, this guy comes in and he's talking to Victor and – they're trying to decide, I don't know, some project that these people want to do. And so Victor just kind of looks at me, and he's like, "Come, you got to come and see this. So he was like, but don't put on shoes, but don't wear flip-flops. And I said, okay. So we go, and we get in the tractor and then a big trailer behind it. And all the kids are there, and they're, they've, all got, um, they've all got big burlap sacks. And we're going down this mountain in the dark. That was the whole purpose was in the dark. And then when we got to one specific place... We stopped, and then he said, like, hit the lights, and he turned the lights on on the tractor, and there were crabs everywhere, land crabs everywhere. I've never seen so many crabs in my whole life. And all the kids jumped off the tractor with their burlap sacks, and they're tossing all these crabs in the sack. How and, big were the crabs? I mean, well, you know. They were this big. No, I'm just, I mean, I'm, <laughs> they, they were not huge, okay? They're about that big. About the size of a, blue, a big blue crab? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can you imagine, I'm not getting off nothing in the middle of nowhere to pick up crabs. I, I did not jump off the tractor. Yeah. I stayed. But the, the, the reason the crab cake came was because all the kids came and gave me their bags. So I had more crabs than I knew what to do with. So it was a fun activity. But then we had to turn it into dinner. So it's called Sao Tome and Principe. And it's equatorial West Africa off the coast of Gabon. It's on the equator. <laughs> How can you remember all the words to it. I mean, <laughs> well, we have to say it a few times, you know. So. Yeah, but now, did, did you cook it just like a regular? Crab? I mean, it's just a crab. But I mean, it was it was it a different uh, skeletal structure? And everything? Did you get the same amount of meat, or is it? Basically? It rendered quite a bit of meat. Yeah, did it really. Steam. Yeah, pull it. It's great. Yeah. So that is Chef Amanda Agidio, and I am, of course, the fat but jovial host and creator of the show, Chef and a Fat Man. Eighteen years ago, we've. Had an amazing, amazing time. We've cooked from uh, Israel, just inside the uh, old Jerusalem, to Ireland for Guinness's 250th anniversary. I'm Irish. We, we write from the Guinness Brewery, which was a horrible show to have to do. <laughs> you know, trying to do the show while you're trying to sample a different Guinness, brutal. Someone had to do it. And uh, then we traveled to the... I have, anybody who's followed the show for any period of time realizes I have a, I have a passion for other, something other than fat food. Uh, and my wife, of course. <laughs> it is cigars. I love cigars. I've my been a cigar aficionado. Well, I've been a cigar smoker for probably 12, 15 years. I got to go down to Esteli, Nicaragua, which Maybe is the heart of um, 
the tobacco growing area outside of We used to live the there in Nicaragua. Did you really? We did indeed. How am I not surprised? We, we went ran to a resort there. <laughs> and went to one of the largest cigar plantations and cooked on their cooking apparatus that the, the staff cooks on. It was a cinder block fire pit, and you adjusted the temperature on the cooking grate by turning the log. You wanted to cool it down, you turn it over. You wanted to crank it up, you turn it back up. And we cooked local recipes uh, right there. So we've had a chance to travel all over the place. We came up with this show with the idea that people want to, don't have the time to spend hours in the kitchen cooking. It just doesn't make sense. You don't have it, you don't want it. And you know, quite frankly, you don't want to do it. So we found the best chefs and we found the best recipes that don't take a ton of time and more importantly, <laughs> Very good, ma'am. Thank you. <laughs> you can come next week. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's all about making it easy for you and have fun. So if you heard last week's show, you got to learn about kitchen necessities for your kitchen. You got to hear about charcuterie, what it is, because it's, it's really hot. It's really popular. It's really the new thing. And so you got to learn about that. And the audience gets to participate, gets to sample gets to enjoy the food, gets to have a great time. And that's our former engineer, Michael Holst, and his, our former producer, Miss Teresa. And uh, they decided to drop by for the show today. But uh, it's been an amazing thing, if you heard last week. So this week, Chef Amanda, when we come back, she's going to set the table, shall we say, on, and I know the audience already knows because that's why we're not on television. We, want, we don't want people to see, but uh, we're going to have something in store for you that the audience gets to sample. It's all about food. It's all about fun. It's all about a celebration of the good life. Whether you're wee ones or old ones, it's all about the celebration of food and the good life. No better place to celebrate it than La Cordon Green with the eggheadiest people in the world, Chef and the Fat Man, live from La Cordon Green and beautiful, well, I wouldn't say beautiful, Doraville, baby. Woo. Bum bum bum, we're back. Oh, you don't need me. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> oh, back, yes my friend, Chef and a Fat Man, live from the Cordon Green. That bum 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 was the lovely and talented executive chef Amanda Agidio. I wish you'd all give her a big hand. I mean, I know it's hard when you got your hands full of food, but that's the way we like to do it. Chef Amanda, when we last left you, we were pontificating a little bit about your experiences around the world and everything yeah. else. But now comes the hardcore part of the time where I'm tired of doing all the work. You want me to do a little something? Yeah. So what do you, what, what's on burgers? the menu today? Well, you know, it's, spring is coming eventually. I mean, it's <laughs> hot, yeah. it's cold, but we're hoping that it's on its way, and it's, it's a great thing to grill out at night. And uh, so I wanted to do a burger because I love doing burgers. I love doing on the big green egg, but I don't like to do a, a lot of complication, okay? I think that for dinner, every night dinner, you need just a few ingredients. You don't need a whole bunch of rah-rah to get your dinner on the table. You know, I think, you made this. Kevin. He, I always eat a double burger. Are you seriously? He's got, y'all, he's got two patties in his hand. I always eat them like double. <laughs> you know, I see the challenge is, can I eat it? Go ahead. Oh, my. I don't know if I can talk until you do that. Well, I'm trying. See, you made this. Okay. Soup. All right. I'm going to go on with my sauce, my special sauce here, okay? We're making a bacon BLT cheddar burger. Um, 
And it's, it's not, this is not complicated. This has iceberg lettuce. It's got red onion. It's got nice, ripe tomato. Um, it's got some sauce on the bottom. Get a really good bun. Get a good brioche bun. Or find yourself something you really like that'll, that'll go with this meat. And uh, Kevin's just, is it good at least? Shake, no shake? See, it's delicious. And I did it. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Um, but I made a little tarragon Russian dressing because I like ketchup and I like um, mayonnaise on my burgers. So I whisked that together, a little ketchup and a little mayonnaise. And I added some red wine vinegar, um, some shaved onion. Shave some Don't onion. Don't give it all away yet. Okay. Well, that's, that's what I'm doing. Oh, you're starting now? I'm doing it. You said start it. Do it. Oh, you're okay. eating. You told me to work. I'm working it, baby. Uh, so am I. <laughs> shaved onion, parsley, and tarragon. I just whisked all that together and stuck it in the fridge. Um, and next, we're going to do the burger. And the burger is special because it's a mixture of brisket, chuck, and uh, spare rib. So, yeah, we, we did a special blend for this. And um, your butcher can do this. If you have a butcher that you like, and I recommend that if you're going to do any grilling this summer, find yourself a good butcher that you can trust. Um, that is really crucial. Uh, there's lots of places that you can... Um, that you can great thank you that you can source great meat um but that's the that's the main thing that you want to start with something that's pasture grazed it's locally raised if you can get it and uh, buy the best beef that you can afford okay whenever you're going to do now it. where do you go if, you know for your meats give a cheap and shameless plug for the per person you work with well okay so personally in my personal life i get a lot of my meat from pine street market i like haywood i like Patton's meat market all of these are atlanta-based um uh, but I also get from other sources because I have wholesale connections. But, you know, a lot of the, um, of the eggheads come in and they love Costco. And Costco has really good meat. And I know you like Sam's Club. Yes. So they have some really good deals. So be sure to check out what they're doing, too. Top sirloin. And they've as got our prime. Knows, they've got some good prime meat. Yeah. Some I really think nice. next to, well, I know for me, next to ribeye is my favorite cut. Top sirloin, $3.86 a pound yesterday. Or last week. Hmm. So I bought four 18 to 20 ounce top sirloins, black Angus. It was uh, like, uh, I don't know, 20, almost $30 for almost five pounds. Hmm. It's beautiful. I ripped them off. So tip number two um, would be to add a little bit of Worcestershire. To your uh, to your meat. Just All right. Here's a, here's a big question. For moisture you. and depth. But I know you're going to ask me what kind of Worcestershire, right? Because we had this discussion. Yes. We did. There is a huge difference. Go on to see different Worcestershire, Shire, Shire sauces. Shire, Shire. <laughs> I like the way you said that. Oh, Three Stooges. Okay. Great classic comedy. But anyway, Worcestershire sauce. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of different ones out there. There is. And some are more peppery than others. Some are more mild. Um I, I'm a fan of Lee and Perrin's. I think, you know what I think it is, too, is I think a lot of it is what did you grow up on? It's kind of like mayonnaise. Like, some people are Dukes, some people are Hellman's. You know, I mean, I'm a Dukes girl. Um, but, again, that's from, you Wait know, a minute. Why I'm would from. you be a Dukes girl? Why wouldn't I be? Well, they have it in Africa, in uh, No, but I'm, Rhodesia I'm from, I'm from Atlanta. Okay. I'm just asking. You lived all over the freaking world, so I didn't know, you know. I'm from up north, so, of course, Hellman's rule. <laughs> and uh, another one that I, I fell in love with when I moved down to uh, Lafayette, Louisiana, uh, was Blue Plate. Mm. Those were my two go-tos. Yeah. Dukes, until mm, they sponsored me, I don't know. I like Dukes, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I can so be anyway, it's a personal preference, but I think yeah. a little Worcestershire is nice. Um, you want to make your burgers thick. There's nothing like a nice, big, thick, juicy burger. Um, uh, no? You, do, you disagree? I do, and the reason I disagree is because you can't stack them as easy. Yeah, well, you're, um, yeah, that, there's, there's, if you're going you to stack Did you see how them, hard it was for me yeah, to eat yeah, a so quarter of a burger stack? I'd use six fingers to hold it. Yeah, that, there, there's truth to that. So depending on what you're doing with your burger, but for most people that are going to have one burger um, at a time. And you know one of the biggest problems you have with burgers, so, and I see what? people do it all the time when they do it on the grill. They put their burger on the grill, especially the thick ones. What happens? You get the burger dome. Always get a burger dome. Little, Take your thumb before you, before you sit on, on the grill. Take your thumb, push it, indent the meat about up to your th- thumbnail, press it down. Throw it on, the, and guess what happens? It stays flat. Just telling you, it works. Secrets. You're full of them. Well, I am, but, you know, it also helps to clip your fingernails. <laughs> Ooh. Just, just Moving you. on. All right. Um, you can also add a little smoke. You can put a little wood chips in when you cook it if you want to. Add a little flavor. What's your favorite wood chip with burgers? I didn't mean to puzzle you. No, no, I, no I'm thinking because, you know. Don't I, tell me. It, Antigua wood from no, Guatemala. No, fancy man, fancy <laughs> pants. No, I think you know. Actually, a little bit of cherry wood for me is good. I like cherry wood. We're on the same page. Are we? Yeah. Oh, I like it when we are. Yeah. You know because I so rare. <laughs> I, I think that when people want to do something like mesquite, like I think that's really overpowering. I like just a little bit of kiss of smoke, um, and when they, you know, sometimes when you go with burgers and big, big nice pizza. pizza but let me ask you this: yeah. if I were, if I were perplexed. Mm. As to what kind of woods or what kind of flavors would go with that meat that you had, is there some place I could go to look up um, ideas on flavors and profiles and what goes with what? You might find it in a thing called the Flavor Bible. Hello. Uh, well, welcome back, my friends. That's Chef Amanda knocking her way into the program. Woo! And. Uh, we are live at La Cordon Green. We have a wonderful audience here today. They have been so much fun. Yep. This is a fun audience. We have a former butcher in there. And, uh, yeah, no we, pressure there. No, not for you. It's for me because yep. i got to be funny all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I can't just get away with it on looks. <laughs> but um, we, we're talking about burgers. Mm-hmm. We're talking about, in the last segment, you talked about you're doing a, not just a typical burger. You're doing it a bit different with what's in it. It's not just ground beef anymore, baby. That's correct. It's brisket and it's chuck, and then it's also got some spare ribs. So we did a blend of the three, and uh, the result was a really nice, juicy, flavorful bur- burger. Now, most people are saying, well, I'm not going to buy those three cuts of meat. No, you can go to your butcher. Well, you can call your butcher and ask if they'll do it for you, and a lot of them will, because it's becoming very popular, that blend. Is it really? It's trending. You seem to be on the cutting edge of culinarian exquisite ore. Mm. Is that an exquisite ore? Mm-hmm. Your your husband is Portuguese, and he's kind of nodding like, "Yeah, fat man." That's a word. <laughs> Thanks right, for ju- playing I've along. I just dropped it. What's that? I've dropped it. I got thirty seconds. I heard t- that. What was that noise in the background? So, hear that, folks? So I uh, I took the burger and I just dropped it in ice water, and I'm going to leave it in ice water for about thirty seconds because that's going to get me a nice juicy burger that's going to retain good moisture when I put it when I cook it next. I'm going to put it. Now on wait the a minute. Top. You are bathing your burger. I am bathing it. Yes, in ice water. Ice bath. Now, do you use... I like... I like... Uh, what is that? Um, 
Old Spice. Hear that? When I bathe, I use the Ooh. Old Spice Manly Man's uh, liquid deodorant. What do you put on the burger? I'm putting butter on my burger. That's, so a, that's you another bathe it tip. And then, and then I put butter on it. Slather it in butter. Yep. Wow. What's that? Uh, I don't. I just use the. Uh, the, uh, see, I'm, I'm going to, this poor young man's going to go home. His whole world's going to be turned upside down. His father's going to have to spend the next six months <laughs> correcting him. Don't do what the fat man said. Don't do it. So anyway, now you got the burger. You bathed. First of all, you soaked it in ice water. Yeah, for about 30 seconds. Okay. What happens if you oversoak? You get a soggy burger? Pretty much. Curious. Yeah. yeah, you're just trying to get enough moisture in there so that it will... Retain it, but you don't want to, I mean, you don't want a soggy burger. So now, could you, like, melt the butter and then take your your brush and bathe it? You absolutely could. Actually, I did that before. I just, I, thought I, I, le- saw you out there I left the brush out on the deck, so I've got the knife in my hand. Well, yeah. and Bill's doing dishes, so he can't do everything for Where you. Where is Bill? He's back there cleaning and doing Mr. what Bill, Bill does. Because he he's a super volunteer. Yes, he is. And so, now you put it in cast iron. Now, you're cooking your burger in cast iron. Now, I know... The big green egg has the cast iron insert, so you can have have a half insert. Good idea. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the cast iron insert. You're talking about like, like the plancher, or actually, I'm trying to. There we go. Now we're cooking. You just threw a lid on it. I did. Well, because we're inside and uh-huh. we're. But I also am trying to get that get it going because if I was going to cook, I theoretically I should be outside cooking on the egg. That's how I did the other burgers that we already ate. But because we're trying to do inside on the show. I'm trying to create the whole, it's supposed to be egg, closed. Egg experience. Right, because, you know, if you're looking, you're not cooking. That's right, because, my friends, as we remind you each and every time, when anybody asks you, why do you have a big green egg? Because if you don't have a big green egg, you're, you're just, just heat, heating meat. meat. That's all you're doing? Yep. And anything can heat meat. An iron can heat meat. A curling iron can heat meat. But an egg can make meat into a banquet fit for a king <laughs> or a queen or today I guess you could be the one <laughs> <laughs> same person I don't know yeah really so anyway you put the lid on I put the lid on and it's smoking now what is preference we're going to ask the audience what is your preference when you cook a burger how do you like your burger sir rare and you're the one that was a butcher right yeah he asked me if I'd ever had cheese curds He's a cheesehead. He spent time up in Wisconsin. Is that right? Up in Schaumburg, Central Illinois, all my stomping grounds. You, sir? Medium. Yep. I, I like a medium. You know, I'm kind of a medium. I, I like medium. I'll never forget, when I was growing up, I was a huge hockey fan. And Chicago Blackhawks, obviously. Bobby Hull, for those of you who are old enough to remember. Bobby Hull, they called him the Golden Jet. And he was my idol as a kid, number nine. And... They asked him one day, he was talking about food, and he said, well, what, what's your pregame meal? He said, well, I get up every morning and I have a steak, a big, thick, juicy steak. He said, well, how do you like it, Bobby? 30 seconds one side, 30 seconds the other side, and cook it. I was like seven or eight years old, so my dad was out there cooking steaks. I said, oh, Dad, I want mine like Bobby Hall. He said, what's that, 30 seconds on each side? He goes, all right, just like Bobby Hall, huh? That oh, my God. How do you like yours, Kev? I cut it, and the thing went, okay. <laughs> oh, it was pulsating. He goes, 30 seconds on his side. I said, hey, Dad, give me 45. <laughs> now, tell us about your wife. How does your wife like her meat? What's that? How does Karen like her meat? Oh, yeah. 
I take Karen into some fine steakhouses. And so she's always well prepared. So the, the uh, server will come up, ma'am, how would you like your steak? Well done. If it has any pink, send it back. And they look at her with this look of, you never see looks like that anywhere else but in a funeral home or in a, in a, in, in a uh, vegetarian factory eating steak. Okay? You see the most screwed up expression. Oh! And they're, and they're like, oh, re- really, ma'am? Yes, and if you have to, butterfly it. <laughs> yes. Right. But you know what? At the end of the day... Who cares what anybody else thinks? It's how you want to cook it, how you want to eat it. Word. (laughs) Word? Word to your mother. See, this is what happens when you work with a younger chef. Yep. Thank you. I'll take that all day long. Like two decades (laughs) younger, you know. I mean, uh, you know. But anyway, that's a a great thing. You know, how are you going to cook it? How are you going to prepare it? And uh, so that's the burger. And, of course, the recipes can be found on our new website. We're very excited about it. Well, we didn't finish it. i got to tell you, the, like, just a couple more things that I did Oh, to good. It. I'm sorry. So in the last, like, m- few minutes or so, then you're going to add some cheese to it. And then we're doing some white cheddar some okay. from Vermont. And uh, then we're going to put the Russian dressing on the bottom of the bun, which we buttered and toasted. Okay? Put the dressing. What kind of bun? Brioche. What? I'm sorry. Did you sneeze? You know. <laughs> Brioche. And then a little bit of iceberg lettuce, because okay. you know it's a BLT burger, um, but we're going to add a little bit of red onion to that too. And then we're going to put our burger on and add some bacon and then top it. And it's, it was pretty tall. It was a pretty It really was. It was hard to burger. stack it. Yeah. Hard, hard to, to stack it. But, I, you know, nothing's impossible for the fat man. This is true. When it comes to eating... I can make anything big. But we're going to have the recipe on the website. So if you're interested in doing backyard burgers, come hang out with us. And thank you for the segue into the website. Our website, we're so excited. We have a brand new website, brand new server, brand new everything. We have all kinds of things. We're about 80% there, and I'm releasing the date. So by the time you uh, hear this, you'll be able to see it. We'll be about 80 85%. We've got some exciting changes. But one of the things we're going to have on there is a contact us. So if you want to contact us about the website, you click there, write your comments. If you want to tell them, click the website and say how much you love me, you put it on there. If you hate me, you'll never get on. Uh, but it's got, it's got every kind of thing you can do, plus suggestions, recipe ideas you would want, things that you would like Chef to address. All that's going to be there at your fingertips. We're going to, we have a blog site now. You can go and read. Every week we're going to have a fresh blog or restaurant review of a restaurant that we have found that we think is so exceptional that we're going to write about it. Chef Amanda will be contributing. I'll be a large contributor to that because since I don't do anything else. You go to the beach. Huh? You go to the beach. You do lots else. Oh, I'm not supposed to say that. Well, yeah. (laughs) I do all my work in Mexico Beach. (laughs) It's tough. Hours spent on my... Screened in 10 by 16 foot deck with the, with the gulf surf in the background. 70 degree air wafting through my screened in porch, smoking a fine cigar, <coughs> and my laptop working diligently. <laughs> but anyway, so now the burger is exceptional. You'll find a recipe. We'll have the recipes for you by the time this show airs. 
you'll be able to get the recipes, which is something we tried to do for nine years, couldn't get it done. Hmm. Now, thanks to Chef Amanda, we'll have that, plus her chef's notes, which I think will be really cool. So all the little things that she's going to add on to it, she's going to put in her notes. We're going to put it on there for you. Uh, the list, we're going to have the list for you of um, all the things you need for your kitchen from previous shows. So it's going to be a fun site. It's going to be very, very, all the events we're going to be at, where you can come see our tapings, when they are. Everything is updated. Everything will be brand new. Pictures from shows, you name it, events like we're having a cruise to Havana in, uh, at the end of uh, June. <laughs> it's going to be a cigar and culinary and, well, we say culinary, cigar and adult beverage cruise um, on Norwegian where uh, part of the package is your drink package is free. <laughs> and uh, we're going to spend a day in uh, Key West and a day and a night in Havana, Cuba. And uh, you'll get to go to the market. We're going to try to arrange to see a cigar rolling and everything. So it's going to be very, very cool. And we'll have all of that right there so you can see it and participate in it. But every event we do, we're going to be at the Hiawassee North Georgia Egg Fest. And... Uh, that is an awesome experience. If you've never been there, it is incredible. But it's in the North Georgia Mounts at the fairgrounds. It is the most spectacular setup you've ever seen. And they've still got some big green eggs that they haven't pre-sold. I wasn't, I mean, he asked me if I'd mention it. There's a few left. But they're going for like 15 to 20% off of uh, retail. And they've been cooked on once. And you just load them up and take them with you. And uh, if you get that, then you get, like, tickets to the event. It's just really cool, but it's an amazing festival. We're going to be in Corbin, Kentucky, uh, Corbin, Kentucky Egg Fest. Corbin, Kentucky, in case you don't know it, is the home of Colonel Sanders. That's his original home. That's where he started K Kentucky Fried Chicken. His original restaurant's still there. And they've got a museum inside. They've got Sanders Park, where they made a big bronze statue of Colonel Sanders. So it's really cool, beautiful. It's in the uh, Daniel Boone National Forest, right next, and they call it the Moonbow Egg Festival because they're one of only several places in the world that actually has a moonbow. They have a waterfall that is in the right direction at the right time on a full moon, a rainbow forms over it. So it's only two or three places in the world that does that at night on a full moon. So thousands of people come in to take pictures of the moonbow. So we'll be there. We're going to be at the uh, Produce Marketing Association show in Orlando, Florida in October. So we're going to be all over the place. So we'll keep up schedules as they come up. Heck yeah. So I'm, ex I'm excited. I'm excited, too. I'm even more excited because you're introducing me to a piece of meat I never heard of. You know, we have a butcher in the audience. So on the break, between the segments, I'm going to talk to him about this piece of meat I got. We're going to make me talk. I just I like said, saying how it. How many it's, watch it's Star Trek? to say be talk. How many, how many are Trekkies? If you ever heard talk. Be you thought of Klingons. Uh. You know, be talk, be talk. In fact, be talking too much, got to go to a break. There you go. It's all about food. It's all about fun. It's all about celebrating the good life. We're here at La Cordon Green. When we come back, Chef Amanda is going to introduce you to a cut of meat that I'll bet 95% of you have never heard of, but boy, are you going to want to hear about it. Welcome back, my friend. Oh, welcome back, my friend, Chef uh, and a Fat Man. Our, uh, the reason we're laughing is the audience gets to participate in the behind the scenes. Um, we got a little smoky, and she who must be obeyed, our engineer, it, it has very sensitive to, to smoke. So she has 
basically seized up and has no voice. And you can hear coughing and wheezing in the background. But I didn't set off the fire alarm. I just killed your wife. Yeah, well, you know, you didn't kill her. You just made her well, I mean, mute for a while. This is not the ideal situation, is it? No, but At anyway, any rate. Yes, what are you doing? I've never seen that. What kind of meat is that? This is called Petite Chateau. And it is um, it's something that I'm experimenting with. It is something that I have, have not seen before. It's new to me. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of butchers that are coming up with new cuts. And this is close to the tenderloin, the beef tenderloin. And uh, it's, it's supposed to be extremely flavorful. And the way that it looks is it looks like a small, well, not even a strip. It's almost like a tail. Um, it's about seven inches long, eight inches long. And it's as small as a pork tenderloin, and it's shaped like a pork tenderloin. And so what I did was I put some olive oil on it and some Dizzy Pig Red Eye Express. This is a coffee-infused seasoning because my husband's all about coffee. And uh, we're going to make something called bitok. 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 Can I, am I ready to go? Yeah. Okay. Bitok is... And in nightly Portuguese dish, it is not a fancy Portuguese dish. It's not something we do for special occasions. This is something we would do every night for dinner. And this is basically what it is. It's French fries, it's steak, and it's got an egg on the top. Ooh. And he loves it. And I, that's what I'm going to make today for you guys. I'm going to try that here with this cut of meat and see how it goes. And I'm super excited about it. Now, you could do this on the egg? You can do this on the egg. I'm inside, so I'm not going to do it on the egg because I'm talking to you. Um, well, but you can do it out on the egg you want to? Oh, a microphone. My, never mind. Never mind. Um, but yeah, absolutely. You could do this on the egg. Now, again, because that's, that cut is so thin, I would do it on the plancha. I would not do it on the grate. The who? The plancha. Our flat top. Okay. Just checking. But I'm doing it in a cast iron pan right here because this is how I do it at home for my husband. We lived in Portugal. And I have olive oil and I have butter um, in the pan. And I see little hands grabbing fish fries. Not yours, hers. I was going to say, there's nothing little about me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I'm heating up. Can you guys hear the sizzle? I'm heating up the, the butter oh, right now. And I'm going to stick these pieces of meat on there. And then afterwards, I'm going to cook the egg in the same pan. Now, you know what's interesting is that a lot of the times people don't realize if you use oil with butter... It won't smoke as bad. That's correct, because it has a, the oil, the butter will, will smoke pretty fast, but the oil will not. And so. I like grapeseed oil. Yep, and I have some around Yeah, grapeseed oil, to my, me, is the healthiest of all the oils. Yep, you know, when they and start, it has a high smoke point. Yes, it has a high smoke So I fry in it. It's a little more expensive, but I'll tell you, it's 10 times more healthy for you than... When they tell you canola oil, do you know what canola oil is? just a re-engineered WD-40. No. They, yes. Yes, they actually, WD-40, they took the end of the molecular structure and changed it and actually made it into a cooking oil. So you could actually literally lubricate your bicycle parts with, with uh, it's, it's WD-40. And it's, if you look it up and do the research, canola oil is really not good for you. But they've been promoting the heck out of it because it's cheap. So grapeseed oil. Yeah. It is phenomenal. And you can find it now. A lot of the stores are carrying it. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it's more expensive, but the flavor profile is better. The smoke point is outstanding, and it's ten times more healthy for you. Just 
to make your knowledge a little bit better. So, how do you, Victor, how do you like your eggs? Over easy? Scrambled? Over easy. Well, we usually do like over medium. Oh, really? Yeah. A little, a little bit more. Well, you know, I, did I tell you I, I didn't get my coffee? You mentioned that. Oh, did I? You know, I don't have mine either. He's slacking on the job. Wow. Yeah. Man, I'll tell you what. A coffee grower that's slacking on the coffee. And what I've well, heard when is the, when the this coffee, coffee comes, is, is outstanding. I hear it's outstanding. But it, when it comes from Africa, it's on a slow boat. Like coming from China, same thing. Same principle. Same principle. Takes a while. Really? Yeah. Unbelievably. So where we live, it's an island um, that has an airport. And there's just like two planes. And they crash one of them. I'm not kidding you. They crash one of them. So half their air force is gone. Correct. <laughs> well. And so now um, there's boats, and the boats kind of come when they want. Yeah. They don't come regularly. So it's not like a, it's not like, like a busy tourist port. Yeah, you can get stranded, and you know, just be prepared to wait. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. Well, I kind of know that feeling. I live in Woodstock. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing about? You ever been to Woodstock? I have. It's 40 minutes from here. It is. It's a culinary black hole of the universe. It is. In, well, oh, no, no, it's not. It is. We got a longhorn now. Yeah. All right, um, I'm going to turn my mic off because i got to go out. This is going to okay. kill everybody. All right. Yep. So the great thing about Woodstock is it, it's uh, culinarily, it's very challenged, but that's okay because I have a big green egg, so I don't care. Um, it's... Uh, it's just, it, it's just not that exciting a town. In fact, it was two years ago, the city council voted to rent a statue to keep the town pigeon happy. That's how, that's how slow we are in Woodstock. It's a, no, really, all kidding aside, it's really, it's, we moved there 25 years ago. It's probably increased in size by twice in 25 years. So we've got running water. I mean, we're really, we're top notch. They've got one of the spurs off of the new 75 flyby, whatever, it actually stops in Woodstock. We are somebody. But anyway, this cut of meat, I, I'll, I'll be interested in hearing your thoughts about it because I had never heard of it. Chef Amanda has been cooking with it for a while, but she goes to a butcher shop to get it because I don't think most grocery store butchers are going to know because they know the basic cuts, and that's all they deal with, you know. So I go to a specialty meat shop. But the nice thing about it, it's supposed to be extraordinarily tender. And we'll find out from some experts out there, experts. And uh, it's a beautiful piece of meat. You can look on our website and see the pictures of it. It's really a pretty piece of meat. Now, it's more like long and slender, kind of like a loin, like a tenderloin and a deer. Uh, and for those of you in uh, Ireland, you probably don't know what that is. <laughs> but it's a long strap, and it's, it's supposed to be very, very tender. So we'll be having that. Also, speaking of things that we're going to be having coming up, please, please note on your calendar, May 19th. May 19th, it's a Saturday. It's a beautiful time of the year to be up in the North Georgia Mountains. The North Georgia Mountain Egg Festival is literally right on Lake Chatoub. So you can come up there, get a hotel room, and spend the night. Um, there's all kinds of great food. Um, it's, it's a beautiful location. Oh, I mean. And, and the eggers that are up there, they're so cool. I mean, Big Green Egg Canada comes, you know. There's an after party for people that, I mean, people come and take their RV and they do their vacation for the year and come and hang out up there. It is a super fun Lush time. Lush and green. Yeah. Um, you might wear a light jacket at night. Um, you know, you might be eaten by a bear. 
I mean, <laughs> Let's hope not. The, the potentials are great. Um, but if you like to camp, they've got beautiful campgrounds real near. But it's a beautiful place to get away, a couple hours north of Atlanta. So it's an easy drive. It's a scenic drive. Um, it's just a wonderful place. And John Hall, you're going to meet probably three to 4,000 eggers that are going to be there. Get yourself a tasting ticket. It's like $40, but then you get to taste from hundreds of eggheads that are cooking up there, and you just eat until you can't eat anymore. And uh, it's really quite extraordinary. So join us May 19th. Uh, I'm going up there May 17th to make sure everything is is uh, perfect. They also have a great place there with a nice bar. Look what I have. Huh? Oh, you kept Oh, look what she's going to do Seriously, for guys, this is left over from our supper club last night. This is a seven-layer carrot cake that is to die for. So it needs See to be See what eaten. you get when you get the That's yeah. right. Huh? <laughs> I noticed he that brought. That thing is the bomb. Your dad just went and got four forks. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing that for. <laughs> now, you're going to finish this up. We've. You know, we're, we're down to the last five minutes of the show. I know. It's like, this one flew. Are those, uh, what kind of eggs are those? These are the kind that walk in the grass, not stuck in the pen. Oh. You know what I mean? They are chicken eggs. They were walking free and loving life, and they gave me a little something-something to play with, and that's this egg in the pan. Wow. I like your little salt. See your salt thing? That's cool. Salt yeah. box. What is it? Salt box. A salt box. I knew salt that. Salt box. Guess what I'm going to flip my egg with? Your fish My flapper. fish spatula. <laughs> oh, fish spatula. Um, and another thing, too, uh, salt. The best salt on earth to use, and you can actually use, use it substantially more without any negative results, Himalayan pink salt. Pink Himalayan salt. You can find it now in almost any grocery store. I like to get the pre-crushed stuff. Uh, you can actually find three-pound containers like for eight, nine, ten dollars, and it's uh, it's natural. It has no chemicals to it. It's called pink Himalayan salt. Sam's Club, some of them carry it. Costco, some of them carry it. And I'll tell you what. And you buy buy you buy it in three pounders. You can buy it. I've bought it in three pounders. Mm. And uh, but it's great. You can buy it rough, so you can grind it, okay. or you can buy it pre-ground. But look it up. Look up the medicinal values of it. It's great. So I like salt, but I had to cut way back. I use significantly more more salt now. My blood pressure has gone down. Now, I don't know if it's that or the fact I'm not eating 10,000 pounds of uh, greasy food. <laughs> but anyway, so now you've got, you're about ready to assemble this. I am. I've got to let that beef rest. The beef just came in from the egg, oh. and I'm going to cook more. Look how it's really beautiful. It's exhausted. It is really just... Get in my belly. You watch that movie too. <laughs> what, what was the name of that? Was Austin that? Powers. Yes. You know another thing people don't realize about um, what was it that you were using earlier? We were talking about uh, cherry wood. Yeah. The nitrites and whatever it is in the cherry wood actually puts off a reddish color. Yeah. So if you use use cherry wood, people think it's just the flavor. It's not just the flavor. It in, it gives it, it'll make ribs look redder. Mm -hmm. You know, like that beautiful red that they look for. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons is cherry wood. Oh, I'll tell You're you what. So, man. You know so much. Oh well. 
I'm giving you, know, you, when I'm you, giving you credit. You don't do anything. You got to talk about something. That's true. I prefer talking than working. <laughs> okay. No. So now we're down to the last like minute of the show. Okay. Let me tell you what we're going to put on the plate as soon as we finish. All we're right. going to we're going to slice this steak which looks amazing. We have got some french fries that we baked on the big green egg, the big steak fries, and we put some of the sweet and smoky seasoning from big green egg, which is one of our new ones, on the fries. Wow. And then we're going to put an egg over the top of the whole thing. Oh, man, so, that's yep. a beautiful thing. I'm so excited about this. I can't well, I'll wait tell you what, the audience gets to try it, and you can try it at home, too, because we'll give you the recipe. We'll tell you what it is. We'll tell you where to go to get it. Heck, we're always t- telling people where to go. <laughs> and they're telling me to do the same thing. <laughs> Did you that's what we do here on Chef and a Bam and a Blue Collar Chef. Well, unfortunately, like all good things, must come to an end, except a salami. It has two. Oh, but I'm bump. Really? Yeah, it's an old joke. It still works. So many people to thank, first of all, to the Big Green Egg Culinary Center and their amazing volunteer, Bouncing Bill. Mr. Bill. Mr. Bill. He is somewhere around here. He's outstanding. To the absolutely incredible culinary and humorous traits, and also the one who smoked us out. She is the executive (laughs) chef of Chef and a Fat Man, Amanda Agidio. Woo-woo. Third time in a row I've gotten it right out of three years. To the keeper of the dial, she who must be obeyed when she's not outside. Well, that's my fault. Yeah, well, she's gagging. Chef and a fat man of blue-collar chefs have been presented by the Big Green Egg, the ultimate cooking, cooking experience. experience. And by Real Sweet Onions, by Shubin Produce, my friends, remember, if it does not say Real Sweet on the bag or the tag, it ain't. I'm your fat but jovial host, Kevin Jenkins, reminding you, as we do each and every week, to remember our troops and our first responders. They are the reasons we continue to enjoy the freedoms that we enjoy like no other place on earth. The price of freedom is never free. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. And God willing, we'll see you next week right here on Chef and a Fat Man, the Blue Collar Chefs. Have a great week, everyone. And tee it up, baby.